so much. I can't just appreciate you enough. Right now, like I said on the last podcast, we are over 200 on Nanko. And we are on Instagram. And then very soon, you see my face on YouTube. I can't wait for you to be turning in your questions and your comments. Even now, you can put your comments and your questions in, and I will look into it. This is your program, the program for the teenagers and the young people. I want to check on you. I want to check what you are feeling. I want to ask why you are feeling what you are feeling, and I want to connect with you. So this is just a program to connect with teenagers. And trust me, what did I do? I traveled again on the wings of technology, and today... I'm in the United Kingdom. And I'm bringing to you, I think the youngest of my guests so far on Chat with Toei, the people that is really meant for, this is a 16-year-old, beautiful child of God. You know what? I just know her as a child of God. And I know she's trying her best, pulling her weight, even to live in this crooked generation. And so, it's my pleasure today to welcome to the program, all the way from the United Kingdom, Pelumi Opaleye. I'm calling her the way she calls herself. Her name is Pelumi Opaleye. You are welcome to the program, Pelumi. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So, today, um, I know a lot of teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um they are battling different things. Can you just tell me one or two things you feel? It's an issue with teenagers growing up. Like when you look at yourself now, you are like, oh, why is this going on? Yeah. And then we go into the program proper. Thank you. Um, so I feel as young people who are Christians, I feel like there's a lot of struggle nowadays with being open about your beliefs and your religion. So I know one struggle I definitely have is opening up and, speaking saying the word and telling my friends about the word of jesus which is not good but it's definitely a struggle that i face as a young christian in in such society where you speaking up about these issues and the word of jesus is seen as oppressive so that's definitely something i face and struggle with as a young christian today wow so that's that's very interesting mm-hmm. because for us as parents, we won't even be thinking about that. We won't we, we won't hesitate uh, actually yeah. think about it that you are going through that. Mm-hmm. And this is you just you know. So what do what are the things like um, you talk about? You know, balancing and you know, um, talking about that. But I want to ask you what. How do you navigate your Christian beliefs now with your colleagues, with your with your classmates, mm-hmm. sorry, with your classmates? How do you, is it an open thing that you can just tell them, Jesus is Lord, this one Christ wants you to do this and that, and you know, or how do you, you know, present Jesus to them mm-hmm. so, as a 16-year-old living in the United yeah. Kingdom? <laughs> So, um, as I said before, I find it quite hard to speak to my friends or people around me about my, like, faith. And I don't, I don't feel like a lot of people around me know that I'm a Christian, which is quite sad to say, but I feel like it's because I'm quite 
maybe nervous or fear, um, fearful that they might judge me for what I'm going to say to them. Because as a Christian, born into a Christian family and knowing Christianity for like the entirety of my life, I feel I feel kind of scared to speak to them because I'm not, even though I've been born into the Christian, like church household, I feel like I'm not up to that standard to talk to them about it. And if they have questions for me, what should I say back? Am I going to tell them the wrong thing? So I feel like with issues that goes on around me every single day, I just kind of stand by my moral saying, is this acceptable? Am I living by Christ's example? Will my parents accept this? And that's just kind of be my standpoint. So always kind of calculating my moves and seeing, is this an example of Christ in whatever I do? Wow, wow. Wow, that that's interesting to 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 know, like mm-hmm. um, navigating and you know being able to tell them. And why do you think it's very difficult? Is it because you obviously I learned about your fantastic grades that you have, even in your school, you know, you know, your in your GCSE marks, yeah. you are very high marks, and you have your placement in the in the high school already, but then. I, I, I then realize that it's not as if you don't have self-confidence. Mm-hmm. So why do you think you cannot um, actually get across to your to your mates mm-hmm. about the Christian religion? Is it the explanation of the abstract or just because um, you think they will laugh at you? Or why that? Why do you think that or you feel you are, they will call you old school? Is it about calling you names or what is it really? How, how, how did it come about? Like, um, I feel like it stems from the fear that they wouldn't take me seriously. So them knowing me, like being very jokey around me, they'll just be like, yeah, she's just saying this because she's bored or she doesn't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know a lot of Bible verses. Like, who does she really think she is coming to me speaking about Jesus? And I just feel like it just stems from the fear that I'll be judged or laughed at being like, I'm being on serious, but I'm really just trying to spread the word. But that's, I feel like the, the fear is being taken on seriously. So that we judge. Mm-hmm. You think that uh, at times if you preach, it looks as if you are judging them. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's move it further. Uh, do, do you think adults actually explain beliefs, Christian beliefs properly to, to you as teenagers? Um, generally because i know you have some christian friends as well mm-hmm. do you think among yourself you feel like oh actually we go to church but we don't really get the explanation well or wh- wh- what do you think do you think adults actually explain these christian beliefs to you prop you know yeah like in a proper way do you think i'll definitely say um from when i was younger i remember going to sunday sunday school church like with my little friends and at that time, you didn't really have an identity. You're just kind of following mom to church, read your Bible, listen to your teachers. But now being a teenager where, you know, everyone's like, everyone's in a different stage of life. For example, my sister is 15, yes. I'm 16. I'm going through some <laughs> issues that maybe she's not going through. How to properly adapt the word of God to our life stages, I feel like can be very difficult as we're all going through different things. So... I feel like, yes, um, adults are trying to kind of spread the word and help us as teenagers. But I feel like there could be more to be done. But I feel like because maybe they can't really um, relate to the issues that we're going on, especially 
living in the Western world in the UK compared to how baby they live in Nigeria. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. That's good to know. Like, um, if they can really relate to what you are, you know, going through, mm -hmm. and um, that 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 is. Th thank you so much for that. That really touched me because, um, like you said, everyone is in different stages of their life, and uh, you know, um, you know the, the the journey. And what would you say is your own journey? Um, so <laughs> my Christian journey. Your, yeah, your your journey um, or your life journey. What 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 do you want to say? What what would be your own journey like? I'll say <laughs> journeys are different. I'll, We're on different tracks. Yeah. So I'll say um my journey has has moved smooth, and I feel like I haven't been perfect on my Christian journey, and I feel like that's okay because, as people always say, people sin, people sin, but God is always there to forgive, and it's definitely be much easier. Like. I was talking to my friends recently saying during this quarantine, I've seen a lot of people um, go back to Christ and like look at their roots and like evaluate their lives. So I feel like it's been very encouraging seeing people my age, like go back to Christ and me too. I'll be trying to read my Bible as much as I can and just surrounding myself with, with good examples of Christ is what I've been trying to do. So my Christian journey definitely has not been easy, but, I feel like it takes time, and hopefully, by God's mercy, we'll get there. Amen. Amen. That's the, that's it. Thank you so much. And then, can I ask you, what do you think the impact of social media will be on your Christian experience and your Christian values? Uh, people on Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, we know that technology do help. Like, mm -hmm. I can connect with you now. It's still thanks to technology. But what do you think uh, about, do you think the impact of social media that people, what do you think about social media and the teenagers? Um, so the first thing, when you talk about social media, the first thing that came to mind was Instagram and seeing all these unrealistic um, pictures or like examples of how a girl should look, for example, coming from my perspective and kind of comparing yourself because that's one thing I feel like I struggle with with social media at this time. And just kind of doubting myself and how I look or how I choose to be or the values that I uphold. So that's definitely been a struggle with social media. But I always try to refer to the Bible on the fact that I am made in the likeness of God and Jesus. And so that's definitely a struggle that I find with social media at this time. All right. So you feel there is a conflict between social media and what your Christian beliefs are? Mm -hmm. Okay, but then uh, you, um, uh, what do you think about the culture and religion? Do you think there is clashes between culture and religion, or do you think they're the same? So a clash between culture and religion. Um, yeah. So do you mean specifically <laughs> like the British culture or the Maybe Nigerian? the European culture mm. and your religion. Yeah. Do you think, you know, like now, I would say you are being westernized now because you live in Europe and, you know, mm -hmm. you grew up there now, you are growing up there and, oh, oh, you know, as it goes now, you are going to be like a Western, this European lady from Africa. So um, now, do you think your culture, the, the European culture and religion, mm -hmm. do you think there is a clash Definitely. between the two? Yeah. Okay. And what are those things that so, you observe? So, like, 
I've compared it with the Nigerian culture and British culture. So there's a lot of, you know, in Nigeria, they like respect your parents here, they like talk back to your parents if it needs to. There's like in Nigeria, mm. there's like no one really cares about how you look. Everyone wants you to be in a way fat or like bigger, but here everyone's like be smaller. Like I'll probably say the standards are very, very different. And that goes into religion because in the Bible it says respect your parents, but here those kind of biblical verses are being like de-established and they're being destroyed because people are gaining freedom when they shouldn't be. So I feel like there's definitely definitely a clash between both. And you kind of don't know how to balance it. Wow. 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 And um what will you be what will you say is your favorite thing? about growing up in church mm. like something that you say oh i'm so grateful and this is a, a, this favorite that um or this something i fancy i appreciate about me growing up in church you know i definitely what would you say it is i definitely say the family that you establish in church is very very important mm. the people that you surround wow, yourself by yeah because it's like mm. a second family you have aunties you have uncles around you who you can turn to <laughs> that's nice yeah I'm glad to hear that. you can turn mm. to and ask for advice if you're struggling with anything wow and then what would you, do you think you would what what do you will you say is your least favorite in church mm. like you grew up in church what would you be say is the least favorite thing that may be something you don't really fancy about going to church? Maybe, I don't feel like I've experienced this a lot, but with other people, maybe being judged. For as I said, everyone's Christian journey is very different. And obviously mm-hmm. people might go off on tangents with their like Christianity and the way they want to behave. And being judged is obviously something that I feel like a lot of people struggle with as you grow older. Mm-hmm. Yeah okay thank you so much you know and uh, one thing is uh, um, the the love of god is not just judgmental anyway and it's good to know because uh we, we, we want to be improving you know mm-hmm. in our christian experience drawing the young people the teenagers to church thank you so much i really appreciate you and your question very open and um what do you want to say about um loving others who don't believe in what you believe i am really grateful now and i thank you for touching on that thing that okay being judged Mm -hmm. now we are in a situation you are in a place you see people who don't believe in what you believe in yeah so what are the ways as teenagers that you think those people can be touched so by showing love to those who don't believe as well i feel the whole Christianity is about showing love and yes. being hateful and judging people does not properly represent what Christianity is about, I feel like. And if as teenagers or as people, all the people, you show love, you bring people closer to God because you lead by example and you show people who do not believe exactly what you believe, like who do not exactly believe what you believe, that yes they should come closer to God and you by you leaving an example they will hopefully come closer to God thank you so much I appreciate your wisdom and uh, your you know your openness 
Thank you so much. I want to ask you, if you have to ask Jesus a question, what will your question be to Jesus? Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of questions. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> okay, tell me some. I don't um, mind three questions. Yeah, three questions. Okay, let's go. Okay. Yeah, let's the go. The first one would be... Yeah. Obviously, death <laughs> is a very sensitive topic, so that would be one of them. So it's like... Um, okay. Wow, I don't know. Wow. Okay, so one of them would be why do people have to die so early? Yeah, one mm. of them. That's a very deep topic. I know it's not something a lot of people like to go into, but another thing is mm. does God accept gay people? So we have a lot of, like on social media, definitely, I see a lot of gay yeah. people being Christians. And but people are like, mm. in the Bible specifically says, do not be gay. God mm. does not condone this kind of behavior. So, but these mm. people are happy in the, in the Christian journey. So it's just like, does God want us to show love to them? Does God want us to discriminate against them? That's definitely one question. Another question okay. is hmm. that's good. Keep them yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. These are the Great. top two that comes up the top of my head. Yeah. All right. Thank you so thank you so much. I'm sure people are hearing us now. And uh as we as we go on this program. We'll be bringing people, you know, to answer this question. I don't want to answer the question now, but I know we will, we will get mm. there. We will get there. And uh, one other thing I want to ask you is uh, there is pandemic mm. now in the, in the nations. How are you coping? How are you yourself uh, about it? And how do you feel? I know you are looking forward to having a summer job yeah. now. You are 16, you can work now, and you've been making plans and all that. So uh, how are you feeling with this pandemic going yeah, on? Yeah, so obviously I know a lot of my friends aren't so good at the moment with um, mental health and being enclosed in their houses and not being able to go out and the anxiety of, like, what's going to happen in the future. But for me, I'll mm. definitely say at this time, I've read the news more than I have ever in my life just wanting to know what's mm. going on, having the fear, like, what's going to happen next? Am I ever going to go to school again? Like, obviously, I had my exams cancelled. So just the anxiety mm. waiting, seeing what my teachers mm -hmm. are going to give me for my last grades, and just all of those. But I feel like there's definitely been a weight lifted off my shoulder with the fact that I don't have to partake in my exams this summer anymore. So, but mm. overall, I've been good. I've been trying to like rebuild my christian journey as i said when quarantine mm. got a lot of time on our hands just reading the bible more often and yeah mm. Mm. good good and um that's very very interesting because one thing about this thing is um i want to know how people are feeling i want to feel what teenagers are feeling and why they are feeling what they are feeling and i'm glad that uh, you are feeling good and i trust uh, most of my churches to they are feeling you know good and people are trying to cope and what has been your coping mechanism 
how have you been coping? Are you reading? Are you studying? Are you uh, bonding with your sibling? Or uh, how have you been coping? Can you share that with us, yeah, please? I definitely say a coping mechanism is now that I have my family around me more often. So I see my sister, not like I didn't see my sister every day, but just being around each other, learning more about each other, um, studying where I can because you don't want the brain, the brain to stop working so I do study where I can which has been really helpful just kind of getting into a routine and I feel like another thing to say is getting into a routine as well waking up in the morning go have breakfast do exercise wherever I can and just yeah reading has been definitely helpful as well so all of those have been very good wow thank you so much for for telling us what you've been up to and um one last question now. Is there anything you discover about yourself during this pandemic? Like, oh, okay, so I can handle this, so I can handle that. Or maybe there is a skill that you've learned. I know somebody said, oh, I'm learning how to bake. I'm learning how to do this. Is there a skill you've learned or some one or two things that you've discovered about yourself or about your mom or your dad or about your sibling that you didn't know before? Mm-hmm. But now that you are, you know, everybody's in their house, you are not going anywhere. What is it that you want to share so, with us? A skill that I feel like I've developed over the quarantine is braiding my hair. So obviously, wow. So I'm trying to do cornrows. Obviously, I'm not perfect yet, but just kind of taking it upon myself to try and learn how to do my hair. Because obviously I'm coming out older, young adult, and I need to learn how to do this. Wow. <laughs> and obviously trying to cook as well at the same time. So I knew how to cook before, but just being at home, my mom cooking more meals, trying to help out and just, yeah, these are some skills I've learned. And, and learning along as mm-hmm. she's cooking. <laughs> so you be you've been the the the, the yes, mommy chef, sure. you know. Good. <laughs> that is good. That is good. And it's a good time for you to learn, mm-hmm. you know, because you'll be going to college and then you will you will be able to be cooking by yeah. yourself, you know, or you will be on your own. You don't want to be buying bread and buying sandwiches all the yeah. time. So that's very good. So in a way, the quarantine and the pandemic is something that you can look back and say, you know what? I learned A, B, C, D at yeah. that time. And you know your mom more. You know your, daughter, your, your dad better yeah. now. And then your sister as well. Thank you so much, Pelumi or Paleye. <laughs> I cannot thank you Thank enough. you so much for having me. There is this 16-year-old so full of wisdom. I can't wait for you to enter the uni with that wonderful result in the mock that mm. you have for you to enter the uni and, you know, start doing exploit for the Lord. And I know, you, like I say, you're a child of God and you have those questions in your heart. And I want to thank you so much. Yeah, on this program, when we are rounding up, it's our... Um, um, it's our idea and our usual thing that um, people share a word of prayers mm-hmm. you are a teenager now you've been 13 14 15 but you know what somebody is in that age now listening to this podcast you are 16 now you want to share a word of prayer and just pray for us on this program before we round okay. up please over to okay. you Pauline. Uh, Father in Jesus name 
Father, Amen. Thank you, Lord, for um keeping us today and letting us see today and for keeping us safe during this time of chaos and Father, letting that chaos not be our portion and just keeping our family safe. And we pray that no evil shall come before us in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. But I like, thank Lord Amen. for allowing us to be on this podcast today, O oh Lord. And I pray that this podcast shall reach the ears of many in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. And Father, I shall touch the heart of many in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. But I cover and Amen. with the blood of Jesus, Lord, that no evil shall come before her in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. I cover her family with the blood of Jesus. So in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. The Lord Almighty will increase your Amen. greatness. Thank you so much for coming all the way to us, you know, out of your busy schedule. Thank you so much. I can't wait for you to go to college and be that great woman that uh, God has ordained you to be. And I know everywhere you go, you will represent Christ in Jesus' name. Thank you so much once again. On behalf of my charities, thank you so much. I know you are one of my charities and you've been telling your friend to tell your friend to tell somebody. And so thank you so much. Now to my charities, this is the end of this podcast today. We feel like going on and going on. This is the youngest of my guests on chats with twins. 16 year old Belumi Opaleye, all the way from the United Kingdom. You had it all from the dimension, from the view of a teenager about, you know, navigating and peer pressure and balancing morals and all that. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell someone. Until I come your way again on Chat with Tony, I remain yours, your girl, your friend, your chatty, Chat with Tony. Thank you so much. And remember, Jesus is Lord. Bye.